0: Welcome to The Last 8% Morning. This is J.P. Palufry. It's so great to be with you today. Have you lost your job and are feeling overwhelmed? Are you finding that the first stages of grief are descending on you? Are you not sure where to start? on this next part of your journey. Well, you're not alone. Today, in the first of two episodes, we focus on helping you sort out a plan to manage all the different parts of job loss, help you begin to craft a plan to deal with it. Let's walk. Walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, feeling air come into our lungs, feeling our belly rise and fall, feeling our feet on the ground, softening our body, especially around the jaw and the head and neck. If you're new to The Last 8% Morning, we walk. We integrate three things. Movement, mindfulness, and mental training exercises so that we can help you grow your emotional intelligence so you can handle those more difficult moments, situations, conversations, decisions, what we call Last 8% situations. And so we start by... Following a B.I.G. structure of make our bed. And then be mindful of our belly and body. Then we follow one of the I's and one of the G's. So we choose either idea of the day or we strengthen identity. And the two G's are goals or gratitude. So out walking, feeling our feet on the ground, Feeling our belly rise and fall. Feeling our hands and wrists. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. So we're just paying attention to whatever sensations come into our field of awareness. What you might want to do right now is just feel from your toes to the top of your head and pay attention to the first barometer that we sometimes use when we tune into our sensations. That of pleasant to neutral to unpleasant. So that's barometer one. Just scan your body. Do you notice any... Sensations that are unpleasant or neutral or pleasant. Now move to our second barometer, which is paying attention to calm, neutral, to not calm. Just scan your body. You might have a lot of neutral, which I do today. And again, we're not trying to change anything. We're just tuning in. The more that we are in our body means that the more effective we will be at managing emotions. The more effective we are at managing our emotions, the more courageous we will be when we face our most difficult moments, our last 8% moments. So just feeling your body, feeling your feet on the ground. And now transitioning to mindfulness of listening and reflecting on our idea of the day. We are facing historic loss of employment. That is no fault of yours or the many people who have been let go. If we're going to navigate this, then we need to first understand grief and second manage our emotions so understanding grief you might not know it that actually most animals do not experience grief only highly intelligent and highly social animals like elephants and dogs and chimpanzees and yes humans being the highly intelligent highly social animals that we are but not all animals experience grief And know that there's an evolutionary purpose to grief. It helps slow us down and look at our life and see if it's going in the direction that we really want it to. It asks us if we have our priorities straight. It also helps us grow empathy for others who might be going through the same thing or going through some hardship of their own. I know when I've had some challenges with relationships or relationships and It has helped increase my empathy when I've seen friends or colleagues go through the same thing. So in so doing, grief is one of the ways that helps us grow wisdom. And while that is true, it's also very difficult to manage because of how it can show up. At times, we face intense periods of sadness, feelings of loss interspersed by periods of thinking about seemingly mundane things or sometimes moments of deep reflection. We might feel the classic shock and denial at first and then anger and then bargaining followed by depression and detachment and finally acceptance. But just know not every person will go through all five of these stages but it is helpful to recognize them So again, shock and denial at first, then anger, then bargaining, followed by depression and detachment, and finally acceptance. Just know that it can show up differently for each of us, and it can go on for a very long time. In the Jewish tradition, in fact, you do not lay the headstone of someone who has passed for a year. Why? Because there's a recognition of the length of how long grief can last and how hard it is to go through. So first and foremost for today we need to understand grief. We need to honor it. That's number 1. Number 2, we need to manage our emotions. We will feel strong emotions. We will feel grief. It is part of the territory. The most important thing I can recommend is to treat the emotions for the serious things that they are. Do not feel it is self-indulgent to focus on Your emotions, or that you are weak for feeling the way you are feeling. There will be times when you will feel overwhelmed by your emotions. It is normal, it is natural. Do not push the emotions away. This is a very challenging thing to go through, so make sure to give it space. Give yourself space. Give yourself permission. Don't beat yourself up if you are struggling at times. In fact, I would say expect it. Expect you will struggle. David Borenstein said, Feelings are not supposed to be logical. Dangerous is the man who has rationalized his emotions. So first and foremost, we need to do our best to manage these emotions. Like First of all, understand grief which is where we started. But then we need to manage our emotions. And a good place to start in terms of the podcast is to find that middle way between not pushing away, not avoiding, which is one of the first predictable default behaviors, nor getting hooked or wrapped up, making a mess. But instead to honor the emotions we are feeling when we are feeling them. Not forever, whenever you do feel them strongly, just tune in, feel them, label them, explore what you are experiencing. And this is familiar ground to you if you've been part of the podcast. And I would point you to the ETA strategy that we use in Episode 7. By the way, there's also different parts of that strategy in Episodes 21 and 24. Actually, Episodes 21 to 24. So just to remind you, ETA stands for Explore. The T is tenderness and the, and then A is acceptance and action. The point is that we have to make space and explore. Breathe into those areas where we feel the strong emotions, the physical sensations. We need to bring some tenderness to ourselves and start to see the my versus the. Right? So be careful. Instead of telling yourself, you know, it's hopeless, say I'm having the thought that things are hopeless. Instead of saying I'm anxious, say I'm noticing the emotion of anxiety. This is the idea of moving from my to the and when we can do that, we start to see that these thoughts and emotions and physical sensations are like a, a rushing river going by us. And at times we experience them, but they come and they go. It's like a sine wave. So, you know, we need to realize that although we are experiencing intense emotions or upsetting thoughts, you yourself are not the content of those thoughts and feelings. Rather, you are the space or the context in which they unfold. Let me say that again. You yourself are not the content of those thoughts and feelings. Rather, you are the space or context in which they unfold. So this is all part of that ETA strategy. And a big part is, can we get to some acceptance? That's the A. Acceptance and action, which is just to say things are as they are. Part of the natural flow of joy and sorrows that is this life. So we just sit there and say, okay, this is what's happening. And if we can start, and not at first we might not, but at some point, if we can accept just how we're feeling, we can accept that this is what life is sending our way. And if we can even see that this might be a way for us to grow wisdom, this might be a way to transform ourselves. then it can serve us. But we might not be there at this point. This is just the start. And right now we just explore, have tenderness towards ourselves, accept what we can before we can move to action. By the way, one of the actions that I will suggest is to go and get a coach or a good therapist. That has been greatly valuable to me throughout my life. The point is that we have to treat the emotions that we feel, including, in this case, grief, with the respect it deserves. Or it will overwhelm us. And it will be really difficult to grow wisdom from. Confucius said, "...the gem cannot be polished without friction." nor man without trials. So, feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, belly rising and falling, knowing that we will not be perfect during this time, but we will begin again and again and again. That is part of our practice. That's what a last eight percenter does. They don't give up, right? We don't give up. We keep trying. We begin again and again. So now tuning into that which we can feel grateful for. Think about five things that you really appreciate in your life. Could be people. Could be small pleasures. Could be the fact that we can breathe and exchange oxygen and carbon dioxide in our lungs, and our body can take all of that and make it work. Now, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, knowing that. there is a natural flow of joy and sorrow that is this life. Knowing that it might take a while, but we can accept it. We can come to a peace with whatever it is that life is sending our way. And in fact, we can use it to transform and to become a better version of ourselves. Have a great day.